Hey guys, welcome to Health Tip Tuesday. Today we're going to spend some time talking about caffeine. And so I know that's a topic that we all can relate to since, you know, we all probably start the day with some kind of caffeine, whether it be a coffee or a tea or a soft drink. So when we talk about caffeine, I want to kind of talk about what it is, um, how much is too much, and then just kind of where we get caffeine from and how much we get. So when we talk about caffeine, we're usually talking about something that is a stimulant that can help us in the morning start to wake up or maybe during the day when we've kind of had this midday slump and we're, and we're looking to find a little bit more energy. Caffeine is something that is typically found in coffee or tea or soda, energy drinks. Um, there's energy shots you can buy at the drugstore. You can find some caffeine in chocolate and you can also find them in over-the-counter products. So how much is, how much caffeine is safe? What research shows is that up to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day can be safe for healthy, in quotation marks, healthy adults. So that's equivalent to four cups of brewed coffee, just to give you context. When we talk about, you know, caffeine, we're talking about, when I said healthy people, we're talking about people who, um, who can handle caffeine. So there may be some people who, you know, can't handle caffeine or should limit their caffeine intake. And that would be people who have a history of some kind of heart disease, um, that maybe their primary doctor or their cardiologist has told them that they shouldn't consume caffeine or they should, they should consume it in smaller doses. We're also talking about pregnant or breastfeeding women and maybe even women who are trying to get pregnant. For these women, you would want to decrease your caffeine intake or eliminate it. Typically, I think recommendations are up to 200 milligrams of caffeine per day. When we're talking about caffeine, um, to give you some context and or some frame of reference for what caffeine intake looks like, again, you know, the goal being to avoid going above 400 milligrams of caffeine, in a typical eight ounce cup of coffee, that can be about 80 to 100 milligrams of caffeine. For a cup of eight ounce green or black tea, that can be anywhere from 30 to 50 milligrams of caffeine. And then a soft drink at 12 ounce is more equivalent of like a tea, like a green or black tea. So that's anywhere from 30 to 40 milligrams. So, you know, I don't know how many people actually drink an eight ounce cup of coffee or an eight ounce cup of tea. So just remember that portion size matters in this because if you're somebody who's drinking, you know, a 24 ounce coffee in the morning, that can already be up to 300 milligrams of caffeine. So it's really taking into account, you know, the amounts of caffeine that you're having throughout the day and then also the serving size of the caffeine. When we talk about energy drinks, they tend to have a ton of caffeine in them. They can be anywhere up to 300 milligrams of caffeine. There's a really cool um, website that you guys can look at. It's called Caffeine Informer. And basically what you do is, is you put your body weight in there because it tells you how much is safe for you per day of caffeine based on your body weight. And then also in there, you can look up any sources of caffeine that you may drink to find out the amount of caffeine that's in that particular product that you like. 
some of the symptoms if we're getting too much caffeine you're going to notice is going to be like having like jitters or being anxious um, you may feel more nervous you may feel like your blood pressure is higher especially if you have pre-existing hypertension um, for some people you may get a rapid heart rate you could also be somebody who gets insomnia if you drink too much caffeine you may drink caffeine during the morning but not be able to tolerate it at lunchtime or anytime after that because you can't then go to sleep other people or other you know people who may need to avoid it or other symptoms of having you know too much caffeine would be um, if somebody has like a history of bowel disease they may or like even if it's IBS you may notice that you have an increase in diarrhea if you're drinking too much caffeine um, also, some people may, if they, especially if they have a history of acid reflux, may have an increase in acid reflux or like um, GERD symptoms when you're drinking too much caffeine. For women or men who have, um, who have bladder issues, either an overactive bladder or some kind of incontinence, you may notice that if you drink foods that have too much caffeine in them, those symptoms may worsen. So you may have more leakage or you may feel like you have to, you know, increase the frequency of how much you're urinating. When we talk about decaf products, they also have caffeine in them. I know that this is kind of a misconception that if you're drinking a decaf tea or coffee, that it probably doesn't have any caffeine in it, but you're, but that's not actually the case. Um, decaf products usually have less, much less caffeine in them. So a typical, we talked about like a typical coffee could have anywhere between, you know, like, you know, 80 to 100 milligrams of caffeine where a decaf coffee could have of the same size so like eight ounces could have anywhere between two and 15 milligrams of caffeine so there is a significant difference but just the caveat that it's not completely caffeine free it does have some caffeine in those products also when we talk about you know coffee or tea Really, the amount of caffeine in it is going to depend on the amount of time that the coffee or tea was brewed. So if you have a coffee that's been brewed for a long time, it's likely to have much more caffeine in it. And the same with tea. So, you know, I go back and forth between what has more, black tea or green tea. And it really varies on the kind of tea that you're consuming. And it, and it varies um, also the amount of time that the leaves were brewed. And so that applies for coffee too. So again, if you're interested in your particular drink that you have every day, you can also go to that website, the coffee, I'm sorry, the caffeineinformer.com. One other thing I wanted to just recognize is that, you know, Mayo Clinic has this website and it basically talks about um, herbal supplements that, you know, or even just medications that could um, interfere with caffeine. And so the three that, are, that I'm going to mention really quickly are ephedrine, theophylline, and then also echinacea. So they might have um, some kind of interference with your caffeine intake. One other thing I wanted to mention is that there is caffeine in over-the-counter supplements that you may be getting. Typically, this could be like workout drinks or just any um, supplements, even dietary supplements. 
none of that is regulated by the FDA. And so they could have traces of caffeine or higher amounts of caffeine in those products. Some products will tell you what's in them. They will say that it has caffeine in them and then some won't. So you just want to kind of know that, you know, there, there is going to be caffeine in products that you probably wouldn't suspect, um, but that hopefully you can look at the label and see if there's caffeine in it. And then if there's no label, maybe just avoid that, especially if you're worried that you're going to over consume caffeine. Remember that the people that are going to avoid caffeine or they're going to have a decreased amount are going to be people with underlying conditions that can't tolerate caffeine, um, whether it's a GI symptom, whether it has to do with your bladder, whether it has to do with heart disease, whether it has to do with blood pressure because having a high amount of caffeine can also worsen blood pressure. Um, and then remembering that pregnant women, those trying to get pregnant or breastfeeding women will need to also have a smaller amount of caffeine than the safe dose of 400 milligrams. This would probably be 200 milligrams or less. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I will see you back here next week for Health Tip Tuesday. I will see you back here on Thursdays as usual for our longer episode. Thanks so much and have a great week. Bye-bye.